Perek Tes Mishnah Aleph. Over the course of the Masechta so far, we've seen a variety of situations in which a prohibition is in conflict with the mitzvah of Yibam. For example, the first case of the Masechta, where a woman who is erva to the Yavam falls to him in Yibam. Let's say his own daughter falls in Yibam to him. So, of course, there's no mitzvah of Yibam in that case. It doesn't say that Emmanuel commits incest for the mitzvah of Yibam. We also learned how sometimes the prohibition between the Yavam and the Yavama is not as severe as in Erva, and how in that case, we don't say that there's no mitzvah of Yim whatsoever. Rather, you know, in most of those situations, we say in practice, they don't actually perform Yibam, but there's still a Zika, there's still a Yibam bond there, and so to address that, to release her, to be able to remarry, he performs Chalitza. Our parak begins by laying down four categories, different cases that could arise in the context of Yibam. And we start with the Yesh Mutaras and Vasuras Liyamein. We have a situation where this woman who became a widow, her husband died without children, was perfectly permitted to her husband, but she's forbidden to the Yavim, the surviving brother. Conversely, we could have Mutaras Liyamein, Vasuras Liyamein. You have a case where the widow, the Yavama, is perfectly permitted to the Yavam, but she was forbidden to her husband. But again, it's not a prohibition which is so severe that the marriage wasn't possible. Even though it was an unlawful marriage, it was still a marriage. Therefore, upon the husband's death, it does trigger mitzvah yibam to the Yavam. In this situation, even though the Torah was opposed to the original marriage, Torah did not want these two people to have children, Yet the halach is, if he does without children, there's a mitzvah for the Yavam to have children with the Yavama. Perpetuate the name of the deceased, that concept still applies here. Yet even though the original marriage was forbidden, but now that it's a Yim situation, Torah says, we want that marriage to happen, you should do Yim to her if possible, otherwise do Chalitza. Third category is, Mutaros Le'elu V'le'elu. Your standard case of Yibam, where there's no illegal element whatsoever. She wasn't forbidden to the husband who died, nor is she forbidden to the surviving brothers. So obviously in that case it's all systems go as far as Yibam. And finally we have Suros Le'ilu V'le'ilu. You have a case where the widow in question was forbidden to her husband and is also forbidden to his surviving brother. So once again, even though the original marriage was forbidden, it was still a marriage. Therefore there's a Zika of Yibam. But since she's forbidden to the surviving brother as well, he doesn't actually perform Yibam in this case, rather he releases her through Chalitza. The Mishnah gives examples for each category. She states, The following are examples of category 1, where the widow was permitted to her husband, but is forbidden to the surviving brother. So, first example is, Kohen Hedyot Shinasa Esalmana, regular Kohen, who had married a widow, that's perfectly permissible for a regular coin to marry a widow. And the truth is, we'll see that the, the same ruling will apply even if she wasn't a widow. This man's brother is the coin Gadol, who the Torah says may not marry a widow. So here we have a case where the marriage to the husband was perfectly permissible, but if he dies without children, she falls in even to the surviving brother, this Kohen Gadol, that is a forbidden union. Because the Kohen Gadol is not allowed to marry a widow. So in the Mishra's cases, she was already a widow from a previous marriage, but of course, either way, she'd be a widow at this point, since uh, her uh, Kohen husband passed away. So it amounted to the same thing, that now you have this Yavamu who's a widow, so she's forbidden 
to the Yavam, this uh, Kohen Gadol. Another example would be a Chalal Shinasa Kshera, a Chalal man, a man who's profane from the Kahuna. So meaning this man's father is a Kohen. And he unlawfully married a woman who a Kohen is not allowed to marry, for example, a divorcee. The Allah is, child of such a relationship is a Chalal, he's profane from the Kahuna, he can't perform the Avodah, he can't have Truma. So the case here is that this Chalal man went and married a regular Bas Yisrael. Now, doing so was perfectly permitted. There's no prohibition for Abbas Yisrael to marry a Chalal man. However, if she does so, she becomes a Chalala. Once they're together as husband and wife, she becomes a Chalala. And the significance of that is that she now would be forbidden, you know, down the road to marry a Kohen. She also wouldn't be allowed to have Truma. Now, the case is, V'yeshlo Ach Kosher. This Chalal man had a brother who was not a Chalala, who was a regular Kohen. Meaning his father married a different woman who was permitted to him. With that other wife, he had this other son, who therefore is a regular, qualified Kohen. And so, once the Chala brother dies without children, and his widow falls for giving consideration to the Kohen brother, what's the Halacha? The widow is forbidden to the Kohen brother because, as mentioned, upon coming together with her Chala husband, she became a Chalala, so she is forbidden to marry a Kohen. So here too we have this conflict between prohibition of a Kohen and a Chalala versus when there is still a mitzvah Yibam here. Or another example is if Yisrael, Shinasa Bas Yisrael, if two regular people are married to Yisrael, a native Jew married to a regular native Jewish, regular person, most people had no problems with their lineage. This Yisrael man is a brother who is a Mamzer, meaning his father had an illicit relationship, let's say adultery, and they had this brother, therefore is a mamzer. And of course, a mamzer is not allowed to marry a regular Jewish girl of the congregation. So here we have another situation in which the woman was perfectly permitted to her husband, but is forbidden to marry the Yavam. Another example, mamzer shenosa mamzeris. Let's say a mamzer man married a mamzeris woman. They're both born from a very forbidden relationship. And of course, this union, mamzer mamzeris, is perfectly permitted. This mamzer man has a brother who is not a mamzer. So essentially the reverse of the previous case. See, these are all examples of the first category of mutaros, the balayan, vasurusli, yameyan. Where the widow is permitted to her husband, but is forbidden to the yavam. But again, the prohibition is not so severe that it entirely precludes the mitzvah yibam. There is still a zika there. And so practically speaking, the surviving brother has to release her through Chalitza, so she can marry somebody else, but they can't go ahead with Yibam because Yavam and Yavama are forbidden to each other.